Welcome to It's the ADHD Friendly Show, where we explore all things productivity, well-being, and living our best damn ADHD lives at home and at work. My name is Karen McGill. I'm a certified ADHD life coach, and I'm here to help you do life better. Y'all have heard me talk about the power of body doubling, right? That is why I am so pumped for our new sponsor, Flow Club. It's an online co-working club that is great for folks with ADHD who need that extra boost of accountability to get through their to-do list. When you join a Flow Club session, you kick off sharing your goal with a small group, and then for the next 50 minutes, you all work on the task you committed to, and then you reconvene and share what you were able to accomplish. These sessions are awesome when you're overwhelmed because it breaks a big task list into manageable mini goals, and it puts structure in place to hold you accountable. I love that these sessions are so flexible. You can find one any time of day, no matter where you are, and you can either schedule your sessions or join into something that's already in progress. So as a sponsor of the show, Flow Club is offering you guys one free week trial. So click the link in the show notes to start your trial now. And if you love it, you'll get an extra 15% off your membership when you use the code ADHD friendly. So on that note, let's get back to the show. But hey, everyone, happy Friday. I hope that you had a fantastic week. We're going to jump right into it this week with a topic I think that all of us can relate to, and that's planning, prioritization, and actually scheduling things and getting things done. So I'm using my business as the backdrop for today's episode, but really it applies to anyone who has to come up with their own structure in their life, whether they're a student or somebody who works in the home, not outside of the home. Doesn't matter. This one is for you. I do reference some visuals because this is also a, a video, but you're not going to miss any of the points if you're not actually watching the video. And yeah, that's it. Let's jump right into it. Talk to you soon. A little while ago, somebody reached out and asked if I could share the behind the scenes of how I plan my business tasks and everything I do here on YouTube. And I hesitated to do that because I don't know how many people are really interested in how the sausage is made when it comes to creating YouTube videos. So what I thought I would do is address a concern I get from a lot of folks who struggle to create structure for themselves in their week, especially people who don't have a lot of things where they need to show up at a certain time. They may need to get a lot of stuff done, but it's up to them to do it. So without that structure in place, it's really hard for them to settle in and get stuff done. So if you are someone who has the luxury or privilege of being able to adjust to your own schedule, even though you probably have a lot of things you need to do, then this video is for you. So what I'll do is use my business and my content creation workflow as the example of how I plan my week. But what I would love for you to take away is how to think about creating structure for yourself in a way that optimizes your time and your energy, which is really important. So. Without further ado, let's get into that. And I know you're going to ask, so I will say in advance, everything I use in terms of planning is in Notion. And the templates that I use are linked below should you be interested in them. And if you're new here, my name is Kara McGill. I'm an ADHD coach and creator, and I'm here for the busy, ambitious brains who want to get schnizzled on, but they're really not very good at planning, which I can relate to. And we're going to fix that. Let's get into it. First thing I want to point out before we get into this is that Everything we're about to see is a routine. It's done weekly. And the only reason that it works so well for me is that it's become so habitual. Now, a few weeks ago, I talked about how ADHDers often struggle to execute what they know. But when you create habits, it bypasses the need to think about what you're going to do and you just do it. So I want to underscore that 
that I think all of us, everyone should have a weekly planning routine where you sit down on a Sunday or a Monday or whatever the start of your week is and actually write out what your priorities are for the week. So I do this on Sundays. And essentially what I do is sit down with my Notion and my calendar. The only reason I use a calendar at all is that I have clients that book appointments on there or if I book appointments for classes or Anything where I'm going to be on Zoom, it first appears on my calendar, but I don't keep it there. So step one in this whole process, sit down on a Sunday or whenever you start your week and plan out your big priorities. So for me, I have three categories of priorities in any given week. I've got my content creation workflow, which I'll get into in a second. I have all the appointments that I do throughout the week, whether it's coaching clients or if I have a doctor's appointment or I'm taking a class. That's all the appointments. And then the third category is any other project that I'm working on. So that can be like business admin or it can be like projects I'm working on. Like right now I'm creating a program for ADHD entrepreneurs. So if you're not on my mailing list, you need to get on there because that's going to launch soon. But that's something that I'm working on in addition to my regular weekly content flow. So those three buckets are where I start with in terms of planning my week. I will look at all of my appointments and I will take them from the calendar and I will put them into my Notion task schedule right here. So for example, I have three appointments on Wednesday and I know those are there. I also had an appointment on Monday. It's gone now because we're on Tuesday. So essentially, I start out by plotting out all of my commitments and big tasks. That's what I refer to as my big rocks. They're the big things that need to get done in the week that I anchor the rest of my calendar around. So for example, if I know that Wednesday is my appointment day, then that will be the day where I do all of my appointments, but I don't schedule any other tasks. Whereas on Tuesday, it's a filming day. So I'm putting on hair and makeup. That's usually then the day that I'll also schedule a date night because I'm already looking kind of cute and presentable. But on Monday, when I'm actually doing a lot of scripting and things like that, that's going to be a potato day for me, meaning I'm not going to look camera ready at all. And I'm just going to focus on things that I need to do to get done in my work week. It's a deep work day for me. So I need to schedule all of those sort of like-minded tasks together. And I will break that down so you have an idea of what I'm talking about. But it actually brings me to the second step where once you have all of your big rocks plotted on your calendar or whatever sort of task system you like to use, the next thing is to take anything that's a big project or even a medium size or a small project and break it down to a smaller tasks. Because the one thing that I can say as an adhd -er is if I see a big task or project on my calendar, I will do everything in my power to avoid it because there's a lot of pre-thinking that has to happen. And when I'm in task mode and getting things done mode and I'm looking at my task list, I don't want to be thinking about, well, here's all the steps that I need to take in order to complete whatever the task is. So that's why I like to do that on Sunday when my brain is in that mode. So I'll give you an example. Let's get into my weekly content workflow so you can see how the sausage is made here behind the scenes. Every Monday, like I said, is a planning day for me. So the only things you're going to see on my calendar those days are research, writing, and finessing, and getting everything ready for uh, the content flow of the week. On Tuesday, I make sure I get ready, I put on hair and makeup, and I sit down and I do my recordings. And then the rest of the day will be spent doing a rough edit on my recording. So that's basically Tuesday in a nutshell. At that point, I'll either continue to finesse the recording or I'll send it off to an editor to complete that work. 
So once it goes off to the editor, I've completed that big chunk of work and it's time to shift my mind to Wednesday where I'm doing all of my coaching calls and my work is getting edited. And by the end of my workday, once I've done all my coaching calls or any other appointments I have, usually my editor is sending back the first draft and I will make any small changes that need to be made. And then I will take the audio from that recording and I will use that as my podcast for the week. I will then go back into Descript where I record all of my content. And I love this software because it's not only used for editing and just improving sound quality, but it also transcripts and narrates everything you're saying. So I can take the entire transcript of my video slash audio and then put it into Notion and then ask Notion AI to rewrite my transcript into a beautiful blog post with headers and it's so SEO optimized and it's in my tone of voice. And usually whatever it gives me, I have to do some finessing to, but that's literally like 10 minutes worth of work versus two hours that it would take me to rewrite the whole thing myself into a coherent blog post. So now it's Thursday and I've got my video blog post and podcast done. From that point, I take the edited video and I run it through a software called Opus Clip, I think it's called. And basically what it does is take your long form video and chop it up into smaller bite-sized pieces and puts captions around it and little emojis and stuff and turns it into uh, short form content. So I use my short form content here on YouTube, but I also use it on some of the other platforms as well. And that is as far as I go in terms of creating short form content. It probably isn't the best content for a lot of the short form platforms, but it is the best I can do as a solo entrepreneur. So by the end of the day on Thursday, I've now got my long form video, which you're watching right now, at least three or four short clips that I will put across the various different short form platforms. I have my blog post ready and I just need to record an intro for my podcast and then everything gets uploaded and ready to be published on Friday. And usually the podcast is live somewhere around two in the morning here central time and then around 11.30 a.m. it goes live here on YouTube. So by the time we get to Friday, all of my work in terms of content creation is almost done because now it's live and the only thing left I have to do is to write my newsletter for the week, which then goes out on Sunday. And I'm linking to my podcast and my videos and anything else I wanna share with my community goes into that newsletter. Once that newsletter is created and scheduled for Sunday, I am done with content creation for the week. And I can then look at anything else that's on my plate that I actually want to move forward in terms of additional projects or just admin work that I do to run my business. And I will be honest with you, I'm usually working either Saturday or Sunday to get everything done and ready for the following week. So that is the content process. And you can see why it's really important that I take big projects like a YouTube video and break it down to its finer points, like scripting, recording, editing, creating the thumbnail and title and description, and then all of the other pieces of content that come from that. So everything is on my task list and I know exactly what to do. And if I don't get it done on Tuesday, then I can always add additional time to my work schedule on Wednesday after my calls to get it done, or just work later on Thursday to make sure everything's done by Friday. Now, this is where I wanna jump in and explain the difference between task blocking and time blocking. Time blocking is when you block off sections of your calendar to work on very specific things. And for some people, that works great. 
it does not work for me. Number one, I'm rarely looking at my calendar. So if an appointment is not on my task list, I will not see it and it will not get done. And I don't want to have to train myself to continuously look at a calendar and a task list. It's easier for me to always be looking at my task list and just do whatever is on that list. But I prefer to see it in a week calendar view. So it feels like a calendar, but it is actually my task list for the day. And the reason I like this is that at different points of the day, my energy fluctuates or my attention fluctuates or my mood fluctuates. So if I wake up and I'm feeling a little off, I'm not going to start recording right away. I'm going to work out or go for a walk or do something to elevate my energy so that I'm bringing the best to my audience and I'm not like, oh, I'm so tired. So that is why a calendar and a time blocking system does not work for me. If I see something like at 11 o'clock, you need to be recording video. I can almost guarantee I won't want to do it because I resist having anything on my calendar. I dislike appointments so much. And when you think about it, time blocking is literally just a week full of appointments with yourself or other people. And nothing sounds more painful to me than a week full of appointments. No, thank you. So at this point, we've talked about creating a ritual around planning then prioritizing what's most important and addressing those big rocks. We talked about breaking projects down into smaller tasks. And we've talked about the difference between task blocking versus time blocking. Now I want to call out one more thing that I think all ADHDers get hung up with, and that is being realistic about time and how long it takes to do things. And that is something I struggle with a lot. As I mentioned right now, I'm working on a program for ADHD entrepreneurs. This is something that I am creating solely because I want to, and I think there's a need for it. And there's nobody out there waiting for it, right? Like I haven't pre-sold it or anything like that. So when you have time that goes on and on, and there's really no hard deadlines, you can literally drag something out forever. Like raise your hand if you've ever done that before. So at this point, the program was already supposed to be launched, but I just keep kicking it down the pipeline, and I know why. First of all, I didn't give myself a realistic timeline to get things done. Second of all, because I don't have external deadlines that I need to work towards, I just keep kicking the can further down the road. So what I need to do is actually pre-sell the program so that people have put their money on the line and I have to deliver. Those sort of forcing functions are great for me to actually do the final push and get things done. But the reason I want to call this out is that very often we put too much on our plates because number one, we're not thinking about what our priorities are. Number two, we underestimate how long things will take and how much energy they will take. And number three, we have this issue of time blindness where the passage of time isn't as obvious to us as it is for neurotypical. So whenever you're working on a project and you're planning that out in your calendar, always double the time that you think it's going to take if you've never done it before. Even if you have done it before, give yourself more time than you think you need. When it comes to task planning, I put everything into my task list with an estimated time. And I know exactly how long these things take. If something is a new task for me and I don't know how long it takes, I will usually give myself at least two hours because very often there's a learning curve involved and it just takes me longer to figure out what I need to do. So be realistic with your time when you're scheduling projects for yourself. If you don't, you're going to risk falling into a habit of magical thinking. And that is really not a great place to be because it starts to erode your confidence and your self-trust that you can actually plan and execute things. And you can, it just might take you a little bit longer than the average bear. So let's step in this entire process 
and it's very important, is to reflect and review everything that you've done. I've shared this before, but in my weekly spread, I have prompts for successes and challenges and lessons learned, um, all of my KPIs that I record throughout the week, what I love doing, what I didn't love doing, and then any wins that I've had, any reflections for the week, anything that I'm manifesting, that's just kind of a fun thing. And then down here, I have more reflections and I always have these questions every week to prompt myself to think about what has gone well, what hasn't gone well, because if I don't have those prompts, I will forget to do this. And because sometimes I struggle to stay in the moment and be present with what I'm doing, I will go off on tangents. And that looks like me wasting time doing things I shouldn't be doing, doing things I don't like to do, or doing things that won't move the dial in my business. So all of these things come together to help me create systems in my business that keep me consistent. Now, are they perfect? No. And am I working too much? Yes, but that doesn't have anything to do with systems. That has to do with me not managing my own time and energy and saying no more. And that is constantly something that I'm working on and I continue to get better and better at it. So that is my planning process. I hope that in some way that was helpful for you. Again, the templates that I use are below, but just to wrap this up with a fine bow, remember you need a ritual around planning. I like to do it on Sundays when I have a little bit more time. Number two, you need to create a system for identifying your priorities and big rocks throughout the week and putting them into your task list or calendar, whichever you prefer to follow. Number three, you need to break down projects, small, medium, and large into specific tasks so that they'll get done. Because if it looks in any way ambiguous, there is a very good chance that you are going to skip it. Number four, figure out whether time blocking or task blocking is more appropriate for you and stick with it. And then number five, be realistic about the amount of time that you have to complete everything on your task list and give yourself lots of buffer time. And number six, just like planning, you want to ritualize that reflection and review process. I like to do mine on Fridays at the end of the week. It's my way to transition from work to Friday night movie night. And it just helps me stay connected to everything I'm doing making sure I'm still aligned with it, making sure that I'm not overspending my energy. And that is what has kept me so consistent. So I hope you can pull some nuggets from that. I hope this was helpful. And thank you guys for watching. I will see you in the next video. Bye for now.